Welcome back. Welcome back. Opinion. Oh, did we get it? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Woo! All right, hi guys. It's your host, uh, Liva. And I'm your other host, Xavier. And your other host, Caleb. And today we have two very special guests with us, Trisha and Alexis. And they will be talking about self-confidence and self-love um, during this horrible, horrible time. Um, so do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Hi, I'm Alexis. I'm a senior and a high school. <laughs> Hi, I'm Trisha, and I'm a junior. Guys, the floor is yours. Go ahead and start. Alrighty. So basically, I have a question for anyone in this uh, meet: is how much confidence do you really have? Like honestly, like how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as like? Are you happy with how you view yourself? Depends on the day. Yeah, it's kind of like. Eh. I try not to think about it too much. Do that on a scale of 1 to 10. Right. Wait, everyone? Yeah, everyone. Scale of 1 to 10. What do you guys rate yourself confidence-wise? Um, I think 7.5 for me. I was going to say around 7, too. I think 7, too. But, like, honestly, it's been a struggle with, like, self-confidence, but... I think um, it's gotten to a seven now, so I think we're good. What are you, Caleb? I mean, I can honestly agree a hard seven on that one. Another question. Why do you think it's a seven and not a 10 or a 13 out of 10? I would say it's a general average of, like, the things we do. Because some things I'd feel like it could be a 10. Like, I could talk to you guys about climbing very confidently, but if it's, like, about math, it's more like a three. I yeah, think, I get that. Yeah, I say for me, it's a seven, just because like I know that like I could be doing so much more, and I could like be like I guess loving myself so much more, but I'm just not there yet. So I'd say for right now, I'm at a a good seven, a solid seven. To add on to Liza, like I feel the same, except the three the other three it's the part where i try not to compare myself to other people too and so it's like i know that could be doing better but not compared to other people and stuff if that makes sense i totally agree with that also but like for me i would say my like a seven's like my safe space it surely depends on the situation and where i'm at depends on your mood as well like it like sometimes it does depend on the day but like overall for me it's a set like average for me 7.5 but like catch me on a good day it's a 13 out of 10 but I think one thing is society it's messing everything up it's society's telling us if you don't look or act a certain way you're like you're not it like it which is terrible because how are we supposed to feel confidence and love ourselves when society's telling us constantly that we're not enough so i have a question for you then what would you define as body positivity like loving yourself to the max like doesn't matter if you're super skinny or 
overweight or if you think you're overweight or anything like not comparing yourself to anyone just absolutely loving the way you are that and no one being able to tell you otherwise that like you're not beautiful you know so then yeah. ask you a similar question what would you define as beauty i don't okay i don't really know how to define beauty it's just <laughs> i honestly don't know because I think I... everyone oh sorry go ahead no uh, i was kind of just stumbling on words <laughs> continue I think everyone has their own definition of beauty because what something that I find beautiful could be something that like someone else doesn't find beautiful. Like it's all about how you see the world and how you see others. But I want to go back to Xavier's point about body positivity. I would say um, just not comparing yourself to what you see on social media. Cause I know social media is such a big part of our lives. So like, going on social media and just like for me being able to not compare myself to other people and like just be able to compliment them and not bring myself down is like a huge thing so i have another uh little thing i'm gonna throw out there what would you determine between uh body positivity and then just being unhealthy what were what are your thoughts on like that well there's i feel like there's controversy about that because there's like being positive about the way you look and then people telling you you're conceited because you're like constantly like be like like sometimes i'm like this but not to be in a conceited way like wow i look like really good today and like maybe i'll post about it or say something about it but then people are like oh you're like really conceited like there's like there's a line that people like there's a blurred line that people don't see where it's like I'm not trying to be conceited or telling you I'm better than you I'm just saying like hey I have confidence I'm like loving myself right now by saying I'm pretty saying it out loud and putting it out into the universe you know yeah I can totally respect that that's like that's good (laughs) it's good vibes so like how would you two uh Junior and or Caleb and Xavier how would you guys what are your thoughts on body positivity because I know it's, it's different for women and men um, where like especially like with social media I, I keep bringing up social media what the heck um, but like it's different the way social media views women and how women all the time get told like oh you're not pretty enough or you're not skinny or you're overweight or you're this and that but I also feel like men also get told some of the same things but it's just not um, spoken about as much so what are your thoughts on that I mean I get called skinny like on the regular but Deep down, I know, like, I can do a lot more than the average person. Uh, and it's just a, just kind of like a passive thing. You just don't really think about it. And I feel like it's just as long as you feel good about yourself, then it doesn't matter what the world thinks. Yeah, I think I totally agree with that. I mean, personally, to me, like, like the one example I could say is, like, oh, my dad would be saying, oh, you should cut this, 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 that. Like, I'll barely eat. And he'd be saying, oh, don't depend on your metabolism so much. I was like, all right. But I feel like it's just... They make more emphasis on the women's part of like body positivity and like sure they won't say much about men but they would depending on like i mean i really don't know but like it's just like i feel like we should just take a step back and see like the broader picture and be like saying oh we shouldn't really just like uh see them at first and just like oh accepting i mean not acceptable like not just like straight out tell them oh you're not pretty enough this this, isn't that but like just take a step back and see like the whole picture and be like oh this is who they are, like, let's just see it. 
going off of uh, metabolism, I'm going to use my metabolism as long as I can. So if I want to eat Taco Bell five days in a row, I'm going to eat Taco Bell five days in a row. Another point to the metabolism thing, um, I think the way, like, I've seen it before, the way a guy looks like, or when guys eat a lot and gain nothing and girls skip meals just to keep their morning skinny or something, that also affects how you view yourself. It's not just guys like, oh, this guy is, like, way stronger than me, way buffer than me, or, like, something like that. It's, like, also for girls, like, guys can eat anything and be skinny and we're, like, over here skipping meals, like, we gotta be skinny, like, summer's coming up type. You guys don't have to be. It's just the thing that society threw at you. Like, I'm all for eating whatever the hell you want. You know what I mean? Like, you do you. Yeah, but, like, guys, I feel like they can, like, get abs, e- or some people, not all guys, I'm saying, but some guys can get, like, abs really easily or build muscle easily. That's just how guys are, but girls are, like, a little different. We need that little pouch, our little pudge for, I don't know. Actually, I don't even know why we need that. I'm pretty sure it's where our organs are. <laughs> Say less. But to add on to this whole thing, like, about people telling you, if you should eat or just should not eat, like people just need to mind their own business because it doesn't really affect them, and it just it doesn't benefit the person you're telling. I totally agree with you because first off, why is it your business telling someone else what to do or what to eat or how much to eat? That's honestly none of your business, or like you shouldn't be telling other people that. And like, um, what's it called? I forgot. Oops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, like, a kind of, like, body shaming, which is, like, commenting on someone's appearance in general, unless it's, like, all positive and coming, like, from a genuine place of, hey, like, you look really good. Like, you look really nice. I think other than, like, actual positivity, you shouldn't comment about anyone's, like, weight, appearance, or anything like that. And think that they have like the right to do something when they actually like in reality they don't because like what Alexa said earlier it's not your body so why are you telling me what to eat or what not to eat like it's just mind your own business but I think people have this mentality that they're entitled to have an opinion about something that they're not supposed to have an opinion about you know yeah, going off what Lima says, I feel like people that tend to do that typically feel bad about themselves and need to take it out on someone else. Kind of like bullying, per se. Uh, so they kind of just like mind their own business. It just reminds me of that. But um, in these situations, I would see like, let's say if you like a post picture yourself and next thing you know, somebody will just say something like really not like they'll describe you in a bad way, but they won't say it like in person because I feel like like what Libel said, they don't have the, they think they have the right to say it because like, oh, nobody's going to catch them behind their screen, but they won't say it in person. That's why they take advantage of technology and all that. Going off what Libel said even earlier was with the social media, how people like almost use the pictures they post out that they like probably spend hours like editing to make them look good. But these as like a shield in order to say what they want to say rather than it's like their true self. They're just trying to have like a fake face that they put out. Uh, like what you see on social media isn't what is going on in real life and I don't know how to like get the word out to people that social media isn't reality it's what people want you to see like 
this is just my uh, from a personal ex- experience um i a while ago my significant other and i we broke up and some and i someone said something about it like you guys were perfect like you always like whenever i saw you on social media you guys seem perfect but why would i well why would i advertise the bad things why would i advertise every time i cried or we argued like that's just not what you want people to see you or perceive you as yeah i really like the point that alexis just made that like people only put out what they want you to see and why would someone want you to see the bad parts of their life and like everyone especially like instagram is a huge thing now and i think everyone puts out stuff on instagram that they want people to see in order for them to think that their lives are perfect when reality, like, everyone has a hard life and no one's going through the best times always. Like, everyone has a hard day, but you never see it because why would someone want to tell you that they're not living a good life? Yeah, going off of that, also, like, I hate when I see, like, influencers post about having, like, like really bad anxiety or depression and people are like, well, everyone has that. Like, it's hard for people to say that sometimes. It's hard for people to be like, I'm actually not okay. I'm not happy all the time. And people put each other down, like, like pick a struggle. Like, it's just so annoying to see that when people try to, like, open up about something, other people try to put you down even more. So, Lex, I have a question for you then. What would you make a very strong line between trying to get clout and having a real issue? What do you mean? So, like... Going off like how social media people like tend to always get famous. So what would you what would be your like fine line between someone just trying to get famous versus someone like trying to express their true emotions that they like really have like for example you said anxiety. Like if someone has a lot of anxiety but the people in the comment section are like, Oh, they're just trying to do it for clout, what would be your fine line between this person's faking it or this person has a real problem? Um, well, I never try to assume that someone's faking it for clout because like I feel like that's something you really shouldn't like necessarily joke about or fake at all because that's something like really genuinely like serious like that's not something you take lightly so when you put that out there you should know that people aren't going to take it lightly and I feel like the line between that is I feel like you can tell like if I, it's not like you can tell tell when someone's faking it or when someone's doing it for clout, but like I don't know, like you can you I feel like you can see the clout chasers, you know, like they try like extra hard and you can tell it's like a, like their skits or whatever are extra fake, you know, like is the camera really there and was she, did she really not see the camera when you pulled that prank on her? Like you can kind of tell. There's like a fine line between oh someone actually like like that was like a real reaction or a fake reaction you know yeah i got you um trisha what are your thoughts on that uh this is like the same thing like you can't just assume i mean especially with people who are more known like there's a spotlight kind of on them and of course there's like some type of anxiety but it would be like really messed up to try to say that you have this one thing and try to get sympathy from others when you don't. But I think that's like a really rare case. Not that I've 
scene, I don't think. So I, I don't think it's that common, but it could be, I don't know. But um, yeah, I think it's just safe to not assume how people are dealing with things. But I think like if people do fake it, if they're if they ever have faked it and that especially goes out to like big influencers, I think it stays with them and it stays on their conscience for a while because who wouldn't be like who wouldn't feel bad about putting something out there that's not real just to get sympathy or just to get views or get more clout. So I think it would stay with them for a while, but um I think people have done it in the past. I haven't personally seen anyone do it or know that someone did this, but I think there there could be a couple cases where people said some things that weren't true just to get clout. I agree with you, Libo. Like, I'm sure there has been a case where someone was, like, um, talking about anxiety or depression when, like... Um, like it was fake like they just want sympathy but also I feel like I've seen that before somewhere and it like everyone called them out on it because they knew that 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 influencer was like already fake already like lying about stuff like not to be trusted like you know so going back to the original topic seeing these people that have real anxiety problems that post it and like want other people to know about their struggle, how does that affect your personal confidence? I think it's, like, you don't always have to be so open about it. Like, that's your personal opinion or preference to talk about it on social media. But I think it makes people feel more comfortable when you're open about it. Like, hey, I'm struggling too as well. Like, hearing your story, like, really helped me out. Like, like I feel less alone. Like, I sometimes use, like, my main Instagram. Like, I'll post, like, positive affirmations or I'll post just a little thing because I know people are on social media all the time. Like, a little thing to see, like, hey, you're loved. Like, um, positive affirmations for today. Like, it's okay you didn't get all your work done. You, like, you got through today. That's good enough. Like, you are enough type of things. Like, I just think that just actually, like, putting positive vibes out there about, hey, even though you're not okay, it's okay that you're not okay, you know? And Alexis, honestly, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but um, whenever you do post those and I go on social media and I see those, sometimes those are things that I forget throughout the day. But when you post them and I see them, I honestly, like, thank you so much for posting those. Because if you hadn't, I wouldn't have realized or I wouldn't, like, I would have put myself down for not getting all my work done or stuff like that throughout the day. So I don't know if anyone's ever thanked you for posting those, but I will personally thank you for posting those because those literally make my day sometimes. Oh, thank you. I I do it genuinely because I know I feel like I'm on social media a lot and all I see is like me comparing myself to other people. But instead of like posting like other people or just random stuff that isn't like, what is the word? Like, not affected like something that will genuinely cause someone to be like wow okay maybe I need a break or hey I'm feeling this type of way here here's a little reminder like I post them because that's something I need and if I saw that on someone else's social media I'd be like thank you yeah so I feel like 
especially with like my depression anxiety I need reminders sometimes like hey you not you're not what you're you're not what's in your head you're not what you think is all that's wrong with you like I could spend hours picking myself apart but instead I'll think of the positives like hey I got up I brushed my hair today I brushed my teeth like I'm awake and I ate today I'm like that is good enough I don't have to do all these things like I don't have to be as productive as the person next to me like they're that's them I'm not them I'm my own person you know I have a really interesting uh, question then. So going off of what you see and like through your own personalized, what do you see when you look in the mirror? What is your thought process when you like, oh, that's me? What is it like a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What goes on through your head every every single time, whether you just woke up or if it's like late at night? What is the first thing you think when you see yourself in the mirror? Well, it really depends on the day because <laughs> I'm if it's in the morning, it's a oof, like, dang, girl, you need to brush your teeth and brush your hair. But for me, in the mornings, I like to look at myself in the mirror and do positive affirmations. I try to post some of those sometimes, like, sometimes, like, some things you can, like, save or say in the morning or for, like, self-confidence or mental health type of things. But, like, at night, it's different. Like, it's been a long day. Like, I'm not going to put myself down about not finishing all my work. It's just going to be like, hey, you did what you could today. You made it through today. That's like, you're good. Like, don't be upset. Like, you didn't finish this or you didn't get that done. There's always tomorrow. And then there's the day after that and the day after that. Like, you look in the mirror and it's like, I am what I am. I did what I did today. And I'm proud of myself, you know? I love doing positive affirmations in the morning and just like feeling so good about myself after I do them and having a good start to my day is always so helpful it really is like doing mindfulness in class I really like that 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 like jump-started my like positive affirmation things like because sometimes I'll be super stressed out and I'm like this is all your fault like this is on you like you did this to yourself but you could change that from you did this to yourself to what can I do better tomorrow? What can I do tomorrow to help better myself? Like, like to help fix what I did today, to stop myself from feeling what I just felt today and like make tomorrow better, you know? What are some other things you guys do for like self-care, especially during like quarantine last year? I can start on this one. One thing for me that helped me a lot was music. I probably listen to hours of music on the on the regular and playing video games. But for the sake of this, it was definitely music because just listening to certain vibes or beats was just like really helpful and just kind of let the day kind of flow more slowly and didn't feel like one long week. It was just like when, oh, that's a nice song. And then looking out the window just got you in that one kind of mindset, almost like a, looking out a, of the window on a rainy day, like on a bus or something like that. I totally agree with you. Music is like one of the things that got me through because music can influence your mood. Like if you're going to listen to sad music, you're going to be sad. If you listen to happy music, you're going to be happy. Like that's I like I think one thing to help people calm down is like listening to music. Like I if I if someone says, what are you doing? And I and I'm and I say nothing. I'm listening to music and I've been listening to music for the past three hours. That's what I'm doing. 
sometimes I'm like listening to music while just like scrolling through Instagram and I'll just like listen to music for hours and hours without realizing it. But one thing I wanted to say, like, I don't know if it's just me or if you guys do this too, but sometimes when I listen to sad music, like it makes me happy. Like I, I get hyped listening to sad music, but it might just be a weird thing that I do. Do you guys do that? I do. Oh my god, I thought it was the only one. Like, there's a remember on TikTok, like when TikTok was getting popular, the song "Get You the Moon," and it was like everyone's like, "Wow, this is really sad." And I'd be over here like smiling and vibing, and I'm like, "Oh, this is such a good song." But everyone's like, "Um, that's like a really sad song." I'm like, "Oops!" Like, but this makes me feel happy, so I'm gonna listen to it. Not right really now, for me, that song is Heartbreak Anniversary. Like, oh my I God, listen to that song and I get so hyped. I cannot cry to that. I cannot. <laughs> like, people are like, oh my God, stop playing that. I'm going to be in my feels. And I'm like, girl, what? Like, this is a happy song. Like, be happy. I feel like music also helps a lot when you're, like, working out. It's just, like, a certain beat will hit and you just feel like doing another, like, set or rap or whatever it might be. But sad music, when you're working out, also is, like, a totally different vibe. Because, like, you want to work out, but you also just want to, like, flop on the couch. Yeah, it could either motivate you or, like, keep you from doing what you actually want to do. Like, I, if I want to listen to music and I know I'm just going to end up, like, singing to myself in the mirror while doing homework, I'll listen to classical music because there's no words. So what am I supposed to say? It'll And it'll help me, like, stay focused. Like, if I want to listen to music and do work, like, it's, like, classical music all the way, you know? Like, there's different vibes you can have. I've really been into it. I don't know if it's lo-fi or lo-fi, but I've really been into that type of music while I study because the same thing Alexis said, there's no words or anything like that. So I can't really lip think in my mirror, but um, it just like calms me down and just helps me focus. Yeah, I totally agree. Like I listen to that too, Liba. Like I feel like music is just something you can't go wrong with unless there's a bad message with it, you know? Now, what would you define as a bad message? Like, juice world type. <laughs> like sadness or like drugs, that kind of stuff. I mean, sometimes I I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I do be vibing the songs about drugs, but like, I don't think I'm allowed to say that. Um, I do be vibing to music about certain paraphernalia, but... <laughs> Um, I mean, like, songs about, hey, I don't want to, like, be here anymore, you know? Like, I feel like that sends the wrong message, but sometimes that's the only way people can express that. Like, I have a friend who's very open about being bipolar, and, like, one of their outlets is actually rapping, and I think that's really amazing. Do you hear that? You can make a beat for someone. Haha. <laughs> If y'all didn't know, Junior makes the um, the beats for our podcast, and he he made a really nice beat for our podcast intro. Um, it's like laid back, like LA vibes. So I really like it. Shout out, Junior. He better be the next biggest thing. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. It's like music's been in my life for like so long. Like I don't think I can go an hour without music. Like I would have to have something. Like, like, for you guys, like, whenever you study, you would have, like, lo-fi for me. I have an actual, like, a 
what is it called? A vinyl player. So like I would just pop in Beatles and just listen to whenever I'm doing homework. But if I'm running, I would usually have like rap. Like if there's like a slow part of the rap song, I'll just go slow. If it's going like fast, I will just chuck in, like start sprinting or something. It just depends on the song, really. Honestly, can relate so much. Whenever uh, the beat drop hits, it's like that thirty seconds of just like so much noise. I just go like super fast, like up the hill, and it honestly motivates me like, like so much. I, for me, I like listening. I can't drive without music. Like it gives me something to focus on, especially with my ADHD. But sometimes I'll get like really into a song and like my windows are down and I'm like screaming at myself, like listening to this music and people will give me certain looks and I'm like, hey, I'm just living my life here. Like, I feel good about myself. Let me vibe. See, I wish I was like that because I, I feel like if I had music on, I would not pay attention to the road whatsoever. I would just be like into music. I don't even know where I'm driving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how in the moment I'm in. I feel like music helps me with my anxiety because I used to get really bad driving anxiety and like listening to songs I know like all the words to it helped me focus a little more like distract myself from hey there's someone next to you or hey you have to get into that lane but there's a car coming you know. So then uh, one more little question here. Uh, Does music make you confident? Absolutely. Ever heard of the song Girls in the Hood by Megan Thee Stallion? I have not, but I know who the rapper is. Yeah, that song always makes me feel good about myself or the song Confident by Justin Bieber. Love Justin Bieber. Shout out him. Have you listened to his new album? Yeah, the one with Daniel Caesar. Ooh, oh my god, it's so good. Wait, question for everyone. What's your favorite, like, mood booster song at the moment? That's a tough one. Probably, like, some super bass, like, rap or something like that. You can't go with, like, 21 Savage. I'd say for me, mood boosters are always, like, throwbacks. Like, there's songs that, like, recently have come out or they're they've been popular recently but like they don't get me as hype as much as like throwbacks do so i think for me it would always be throwbacks that's so true lie but if i ever like have nothing to listen to that's like current music i'll like throwbacks they got your back you know what's your was what is y'all's favorite throwback to like listen to like your favorite throwback like artist or an album or what like year of music? I like the Notorious B.I.G. or uh, Wu Tang Clan. I think for me, anything from two thousand three to th- two thousand ten. I would say the same, but I think I would go with old Taylor Swift. Ugh, I miss old Taylor Swift. I was literally listening to You Belong With Me on the way home, but I cannot stand her music now. Like, I cannot listen to it right now. I literally feel the same way about Taylor Swift. Like, old old Taylor Swift music is amazing. I love it, but n- not current music. I just, I don't know. But for me, I'd say the year, like, 2015, 2013, there were just, like, sort of kind of, like, really good years for music. 
and I remember having like middle school dances to the songs that were popular in those years. So yeah, lots of memories. Yeah, I think music is also a part of how you feel. Like if like to boost your confidence as well. Like I know people who only listen to sad music and are always sad, and then I'll play something like really happy, and then it boosts their mood. And I'm like, huh, you see a pattern here. I think part of like gaining that confidence is not listening to songs that just like bring you back into what makes you feel upset you know like when you were <laughs> when you go through a breakup and listening to a song like oh my god my boyfriend cheated like mess you jessica like we don't like you like you know or like or like the carrie underwood song like before he cheats like it's not a, like you can listen to those kinds of songs but it what is how is that going to benefit you like it's just gonna make you feel worse I feel like if you listen to good music or like not good you know what I mean like music that encourages you to like be better or do better it it can really help like your overall mood or confidence or anything like that I wish y'all were able to like witness little me cranking into some Maroon 5 back in the day like that was a gold mine to me <laughs> I would honestly love to see that. Ooh, I have a good question. What's your guys' guilty pleasure, like song or music? Can you even have, like, guilty pleasures in music? Like, I can't think of, like, what do you mean? Oh, you? for sure, I do. So I have this big thing about how I hate country music, and I'll never listen to it. But if you play songs like I already know, I'll, I I do be vibing in the backseat. Like, um, that song, Your Man by Josh Turner, or Toes by that one band, or, like, Fri Chicken Fried. Oh, that's a good one. But don't quote me on that oh okay i think my guilty pleasure would be like christian music <laughs> i don't know it's not like all christian music it's like some old songs like <laughs> okay I, know I get what you mean like, i know what you're talking about honestly some guilty pleasure will be actually country like it really just depends which one but like yeah <laughs> i do be vibing as well I like the unique country songs because I'm not super into country because it's all the same. It's either I'm going back home to Tennessee, my girl cheated on me, I'm a cowboy, or something about my horse. I love how all country songs are like the same thing, just like a different singer. Exactly. That's why I couldn't really get into it. But like some are like really good. It just depends on like what the the message is behind the song because half of them are just like oh we broke up or i'm a cowboy or something like that do y'all know any of those songs where like it's storytelling like a bob dylan song is usually about like some story behind it yeah because i feel like i remember my dad introduced me to it i was like i wasn't really like paying attention to it but like i'll just start like paying attention to my guitar and then later on when i listen to it again i'll be like okay there's some powerful words in here. I was like, okay. So I'm not even really paying attention to the music. I'm just paying attention to what he said. It's like, oh, this is an actual story. Yeah, I totally agree. Sometimes 
for people listening to music is just listening to music but for like certain people who are like really in tune with their their musical side I think it's completely different like if I play a certain song for you that means I'm playing it for you like there's the meaning behind the song is the meaning for you if it's a love song it's a love song if I like you or if I hate you not if I hate you I'll just play something bad if I hate you I'm kidding I don't hate anyone um (laughs) I feel like it's just something that like because there's meanings behind like Billie Eilish's song like I don't want to be you anymore type or like Zanny or something like those like those hit like if you really listen to lyrics you can hear what people are saying or what people are trying to put out into the world and it's crazy say something like um let's say like a new like song popped up and like you know the artist like you don't want to listen to that artist because they gave you that vibe that you want to listen like i remember when i first found out about billy Eilish, like i didn't listen to her because like she's already giving me that sad vibes like nah, i don't want to listen to this or like i remember my parents love to listen to Adele. like i would never listen to Adele because like most of her songs are about breakups i'm like why is this a thing to me so that's why i'm like i want something happy and all that like you know what i mean yeah, I totally get it. But like Liba and I say, like we can low-key vibe to sad music sometimes. But like I feel like if you're already sad and you listen to sad music, that doesn't help. But like honestly, you can listen to whatever you want. Like good for you, Jenny, for like not listening to sad music when you're happy because then you're just going to put your mood down. All right, guys, this was so fun. But um, I think we should wrap it up now. Did anyone want to make like last remarks before we head out? I'd just like to say, um, you are you, you are not anyone else, so you should love yourself, love yourself the way you are, even if it's hard some days, because you can change yourself, but you, but only you know who you really are, so I think you should just love every second of every day, and love yourself for who you are.